All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I had quite a wild time in the Lone Star State. Let me tell you about it. Actually, I'm going to be telling you about it. I know very little about it, actually. It was so hot and so interesting and different than what I normally do. So we're going to be talking about that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is fabulous because it has so many different ways to meet people. Not all lifestylers are the same. They don't all want to meet people in the same way. There's a lot of different ways to go about interacting with people and Cassidy knows that, which is why you can do everything from search people's profiles and reach out to them individually, see all of the events that are coming up in your area, learn more about the lifestyle via things like their forums and communities and so many other options. So if you guys want to try it free for an entire month and start meeting other sexy people, you can head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to get started today for free for a month. So, so Austin was badass. Your first time in Austin. You've been to Texas many times now, but Austin, this was your first in my favorite Texas city. One of my favorite cities in the world. I absolutely loved Austin. You know, my favorite thing about the city, though, was how friendly everyone was. Oh, yeah, of course. It brought me back to Montana, parts of Montana anyway. Yeah, for where sure. Where it's like everyone says hi to everyone. Everyone smiles at everyone. Yeah. I literally bumped into a guy and he apologized to me before I could apologize to him. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those cities where you feel like everyone's happy to be there. Too. Well, they're happy to be in Austin. Yeah. Everyone's happy to live there. Exactly. Yeah, just like, yeah, just like the town we lived in, just like a lot of places we've been to, but Austin has But a, not that many different. places, in my opinion. The only other one I can think of that was that friendly on the road Portland. was- No, not even Port- I don't think Portland's that I friendly. I thought so. Interesting. I thought so. I think Portland's a very fun, funky city. I wouldn't call it an overly friendly city. I thought of Nashville. Oh, Nashville for sure. Nashville, everyone yeah. was so freaking nice everywhere yeah. you went. It's the Southern hospitality thing. It really does live in places like that. But Austin is, it's got my heart, man. I love it. I miss it. I've been there. I, I lived there so long and had so many amazing experiences. I was really disappointed that I wasn't able to share some of those things with you because the city is completely different. I, I didn't recognize most of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it, there were some things I couldn't show you. Yeah. And, and traffic, of course, was an absolute nightmare. Okay, the best part of it, aside from our event, which we did, we hosted the Real Hot Wives of Austin at Colette Austin, which fabulous club, fabulous staff. Cannot say enough about the staff at in Austin at Colette. But the second highlight of the trip was we were literally just walking around downtown Austin. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, here's clearly where all the gay bars are at because it's a bunch of rainbow flags. Well, we're on and- fourth street. So it wasn't like you're, if you're going to find what we found, that's where you're going to find it. Yeah. So it wasn't, I mean, while I wasn't expecting it, it was a lovely surprise. If you're going to find a, 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 that kind of an event, that's where you're going to find it. So what happens is we're just walking down the street and there's this woman sitting at a desk and she's like, hi guys. And we're like, hi. And she's like, there's drag brunch starting upstairs in like 10 minutes. We're like, are you fucking serious? Did you say drag brunch? Leave it to us to find a completely unplanned drag brunch. Yeah. On a Saturday of all days. No, it was Sunday. Was it Sunday? Oh yeah. No, it was Sunday. No, 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 no. No, it, no. Was, it was Saturday. Saturday. You're right. You're Our right. Our event was Friday and yeah. we were out and about on Saturday. Yeah. I was like, uh, did you drag brunch? Drag? Man? Say less, lady. Yeah. We're going. <laughs> we, I don't know. We were there for two hours drinking strong drinks on the roof. And uh, it was amazing. We had a great time. What a blast that was. It was. It wasn't quite as good as Vegas drag. Vegas drag is a whole different kind of drag. No, no. It was very, it was, listen, they did a great job. Four amazing gals. It wasn't Vegas, but it was fucking fun. It was a good second option. Yes. It was nice, man. It was a good time sitting on a roof. Very cool. Yeah, and the event itself was fabulous. I mean, obviously, like we said, the club and everything, but the people that showed up, it was such a good crowd. We had a lot of very, very new people, both couples and single men. I would say probably half the crowd was like completely green. I'm going to say of all the single men, I think that uh, I'll go out on a limb. I'll say 85% of the single dudes that were there. This was either their very first real event outside of like a house party or they hadn't been to an event at all. Right. Or like they hadn't gone to a house party or anything. They had this no was, lifestyle experience. It, yeah. Which I found very interesting. And yeah, very young crowd. We knew it would be. 
I was surprised at just how young, late 20s into early 30s. I felt old. In that you were the crowd. average age. For the most part, you were average age. Which is weird because I usually go to events and I'm either by far the youngest or like yeah. there may be a couple of single guys around my age, but I'm by right. far the youngest woman there. No question. That and this that was not necessarily the case in this room. But listen again, great facility. The staff I cannot say enough good things about. They were spectacular. And the people, just amazing. What an amazing group. And they came from I was I was really kind of humbled because there were a lot of people way more than I was expecting really came, but it came from great distances. Yeah. We had a couple from Florida. We had a couple from Oklahoma, Uh, Nashville. We had some Nashville folks there, Georgia. I was really surprised. They came from a good distance away to come and hang out. In fact, Splash Mocha was taking place that weekend also in Houston. And we had folks that came in for our event and then they were going Saturday to Mocha. I thought, geez, that's, I mean, you know, it's not far, a couple hours, but it was really impressive. I was really blown away by it. The only downside to the event and to the club, and it's only from my perspective, I don't think most people would give a shit about this because most people at a club just don't think of it like this. The vast majority of play spaces are not completely private. So you can peer into them. Now, there are places where you have like closed curtains, but you can still see like shapes and things moving. I don't do that at our events for two reasons. One is because I it's not that I need to like be professional in those environments, but it's more so just like I want to hold myself to a certain standard when I'm the one hosting. The second part of it is like I've played at our events like here in Vegas out in the open because it's the only option unless I want to wait for a room to open and I will garner a crowd. I know that sounds douchey, but I literally... Anybody, I mean, it's normal. I played with a friend at Playhouse and there were literally people walking around and it's fine. I'm in the open. You can watch. That's why I'm in the open. But they would start saying things like, is that Brenna? Or like, oh my God, I never have seen Brenna fuck before. And it's like... Yeah, that's weird. It just completely took me out of it. My head was so not into it after that. I have no interest in open spaces as you know, yeah, we all know. <laughs> I, I have no interest in semi-open spaces. It's a closed locked door. I'm not fucking around. It's yeah, just so that simple. I I need the same at our events. I really yeah. do. If oh, it's yeah. a di- if it's somebody else's event, or if I'm gonna go to like you know like we're going to Secrets this weekend, yeah, for me, I don't care. I will totally fuck in the main play spaces, mostly because most people don't know me there, right? Like maybe right. a few people will recognize me, but it, that's not like the focus they don't know me as the host of the event i also don't i don't think i've actually ever been in those playrooms because i don't fucking go in them i don't i won't use where them, so. secrets yeah i don't think i've ever been inside of it they're not my favorite playrooms i mean they're just, they're fine been. there's no reason for me to go i'll never use it yeah so yeah i i, I just i got to have the privacy i just don't want to be i am not going to be the center of attention i don't want to be the center of attention i do not want any of that shit <laughs> i don't know why you're telling our listeners so, this they all know I'm just <laughs> and trust you. me i am very well aware <laughs> yeah i know you i'm just saying it it's not happening so there are very few playrooms i've actually seen the inside of well i so. know when you're really into a situation when you'll allow someone to even like make out with you in a public setting oh, yeah. like that yeah, like yeah. someone we have you to know, know each other like at pod bash when you get freaking mounted and you yeah. know they're making out with you there's no sexual contact necessarily no. but I know that you're really into it if you're willing to do that. Yeah. Also, the person has got – I mean, I have to know the person. It's got to be a very real connection. Sure. It's a very different thing. So, however, as you mentioned, we are going uh, to Secrets tomorrow as we're recording this. And I'm just looking forward to being fucking naked, in the sun, hanging out. I don't – we have a little bit of business to deal with. Very little. And then once it's over, it's fucking over. Well, we're going to get all done shit. on Friday because Saturday, yeah, made that clear. I'm ready for slut mode. I don't yeah. know what that looks like. I'm not saying I'm going to fuck a whole bunch. Of, I don't even know what that looks like. I just know that I want to have my tits out, yeah. that I want to have a cocktail in my hand and yeah. potentially a cock in my mouth. That's yeah. all I know. I am. Uh, I just want to relax. <laughs> we haven't had a chance to, honestly. And I really, it, it didn't dawn on me just how little time we've had to do that until we just came back from Austin. Because Saturday we were just, it was, we were in bed by eight o'clock. Let's just put it that way. I think we were in bed by seven. We, it was, <laughs> we had slept eight hours in like three days. Yes. And it just th- did not occur to me until we were there and, and hanging out how little time we've had that was like really downtime. Even here at home, leading up to Austin, we didn't take a day to do shit. We hadn't, we haven't yet to be out. I was actually going to say to you last night, why don't we go and, have a drink. I just couldn't muster it. I was exhausted. I, I just couldn't I do am it. so tired. The travel just kicks my fucking ass, man. I loved doing it. Loved being in Austin with you. I loved being able to explore the city with you. I loved being able to host the event, but yeah. it takes it out of me. You know, we we need this four ish days or whatever because then we're off to Portland. Cannot fucking wait to get there. Portland's a fucking party anyway. Super <laughs> pumped for that. So, we also yeah. have. I'm just throwing this out there for the couples that are considering coming to the Portland event to the Real Hot Waves of Portland. Two of my my 
absolute oh, yeah. favorite single men are going to be coming from yeah. different places. Yes. And I'm in talks with a third right now as we speak. We do love the guys that travel with us. They're fucking awesome. They know what to expect. Well, the best part you know? about it is I know that they are going to go and be impressive no matter what it looks like. I'm not saying they're going to fuck everyone well, in the room. Well, they're a value or, add. Not only that, they are the guys that will look out for everything else going on at the event. 100%. Those are the guys, because we can't be in every place at every time. No. And they're also the ones that are significantly more likely to be in those play spaces and active. I know for a fact that if there's any issues, which there hardly ever is, but let's say there is, it's like that peace of mind of knowing that we have more people that have our back. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, they also understand how, what it is that we're looking for when it comes to our own events, certainly. And they, they know if there's something that's kind of weird, they'll they'll mention it. Plus they're you know. fabulous eye candy. Yo, they're, they're so listen, nice to look there's at. There's nothing, nothing wrong with having those guys at any event. <laughs> They're, they're, and both of them, they're always the star of the show. They're just so fucking cool. Yeah, you, know, you talk about them. when guys walk in a room and can really just take over and, and, and garner attention, not only because of their appearance, it's really more of an energy. Yeah. You know, they're very comfortable in that environment. They've, they've done it a million times and they're well received and they're friendly and fun and always smiling and conversant. And that's what you're looking for. Yep. You know, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you're going to be there. Hopefully we'll get a chance to hang out with them a little bit while we're all in town. Well, it sounds like Friday night we might be going out with one of them. Oh, good. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Although I, I did tell him I'm going to the gay bar because that's half the reason I go to Portland. For sure. I yeah, fucking like, love the gay bars in Portland. It's so much fun. They're he'll go so good. I don't think he'll care either. No. I'm just saying like I don't want to make anyone feel like they have to be in that environment if it's not their thing. No, nah, no one's going to give a shit. But there's so much to do there. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But once that's over, we, uh, we do have at least a couple of weeks before we have to do anything and i really just i, I want to be home for a while and just hang out i know i want to go do dumb shit you know what i yeah. mean like i want to go to our favorite live local music place well once we get back the fucking f1 fiasco will be over and hopefully things will be back to normal so we'll be able to do some different shit it's really what's kept us from doing a lot of stuff because i'm not fucking with it yeah i feel like a prisoner in my own city right now yeah, fuck it's that. fucking horrible but by the time we get back it'll be it, it's wrapped up it's this weekend we're leaving for that reason we'll be at secrets while it's going on here do you so. think you're going to be naughty at secrets you know, I hope so. Okay. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I, you know, listen. I know you never plan for those things. I'm just saying, like, no, if you had no. to guess based on, like, your mindset going into it and what you're kind of hoping for for the weekend, do you think that that might involve play? Well, listen, this, uh, this we're recording this episode before we get there, so we'll find out whether I was right or wrong <laughs> when we get back. But I am certainly hopeful that I, that I will be able to get out of my own way and, and, and really enjoy myself that way. I genuinely want to be more active i really do there is a uh, the law of diminishing returns you and i have talked about this a lot we are so focused on what we are doing from a professional perspective that it sometimes bleeds over into the personal and it i have a taints it <laughs> and i love taints. that word <laughs> i have a difficult time i have a difficult time compartmentalizing that even with you and I, and I, and I'm, I'm, I, I feel terrible about it, and I, and I really do want to rectify that. I need to be able to unplug that from my mind, and you know, this might be a perfect opportunity to do that because, other than like you said, a couple of hours on Friday where we have to get some T's crossed and I's dotted. There is no other professional responsibility that we have. I just want to go fucking hang out naked. Well, I think that's that it. that's a really good point because, I mean, I'm let's just be transparent here for a second. There have been times, days, where you and I work a 12 or 13 hour day. Separately. And it is all about sex, right? Like all we're doing is editing a show about sex and we're getting on TikTok and we're talking about sex without saying the word sex because we fucking can Oh yeah, can't. by the way, I am wearing my fuck TikTok shirt, my custom made <laughs> fuck TikTok shirt. I know you love it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. You love it. I this hate shirt. that shirt. I have made two of them for myself. They are not I was going to say, sale. I'm not wearing one. Well, so. No, they're both my size. I knew you weren't going to wear them. <laughs> Uh, they are not for sale. I made them for myself. I'm wearing them everywhere except for TikTok, obviously, because they're very sensitive to that whole fuck TikTok <laughs> thing. Uh, I will be wearing it at uh, Secrets. You can be rest assured. Any video that I do that is not on TikTok, I will be wearing it. I fucking hate that platform. So, so you know. back to my point. Yeah. We talk about sex. We edit sex videos. We have a sex podcast. We host sex events. We host everything. Everything we do revolves around sex so then there are times where because i can't really relate to you on this like for me it's I like i would have sex 12 times a day if i could i know you would but if you are working on sex related shit for 13 hours a day and then i'm like hey do you want to go have sex and you're like do i what do i what i'm not really and i'm like what do you mean well that's because i mean that's it that really does for me and, and we just kind of it, it did it puts a point on it for me i have to do other things i have to stay 
I have to keep my mind occupied. You on need other to find things. balance, is what yeah. it is. You need to have balance in your life. And we yeah, and I can only go to the gym so many times a day. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really, I mean, really, I'm too. We well, belong old. to two gyms now. So well, yeah, finally, we are now part of another gym that's fun, and that'll give me, it'll keep me doing some different things. So I have to stay active, obviously, because I I can't just fucking sit still. But I I have to find other things to occupy my time because if all I'm focused on is this then I'm going to, I'm, I'm hamstrung. I'm going to hold myself hostage. And I don't want to do that. I want to fly to Florida. I want to deal with what we got to deal with. I want to take my clothes off. I want to lay on a chair, maybe get in the hot tub, have a cocktail, and, you know, with any luck, have some adult fun. That's really what I want to do. That's where my mind is. I'd like to be able to do that. And if things go well, maybe I will. But I'm just going to sit on your face while you're naked in the sun. That's what I'm going to do. That's usually what it takes. I mean, to be honest, it's like, uh, you know, don't ask me, just plop yourself on my no face. that's literally that's actually what we do with each other i'll literally be like hey i'm ready to sit on your face now right i'll be like hey or, you come suck my cock yeah or, hey you know, come suck my cock or let me lick your vagina or let's do something it's not a lot of lead up we don't need a lot of revving up the two Listen, of us we, we, look the, you don't there's no velvet rope at this club it's <laughs> totally unnecessary you don't it's need not a vip like, pass it's not a little like petting and then oh you're no, looking no, good no 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 it's none of that it's like hey let me touch your cock uh, okay <laughs> yeah that's it there, there, there really is very little lead up at this point yeah. Well, I do that all the time, period, though. Like, if you're yeah. walking around the house in a robe, I'm like, can I touch your cock? You're oh, like, my nipples. It's I'm making coffee and it's 6.30 in the morning, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I just happen to be here naked making coffee. <laughs> no, you coffee. never let me touch your beautiful nipples. Let's well, not even go there. Well, you do it. On, you try on purpose because you know it drives me insane. I ask consent. You, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You ask consent after you've done it. That's not how consent works. I know. I'm ashamed. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like we've been through this many times. But yeah, I really do have to have that separation. And then when you and I get a chance to go out, like I said, which we haven't done in our own town for a while, and not really anyway. I want to do things that have absolutely nothing to do with this. Oh, 100%. And we never talk about this. Well, and that's why I love going to the Lifestyle Club with my friend John. Like, he and I have yeah, gone yeah. twice together. We're talking about going a third time in December, hopefully. I love that because I don't feel the same way about it right. as you do. And so it, I, you and I get that separation. I get yeah. to go be my slutty, silly self and not worry about what, you know, the fact that you don't want to fucking be there and well, all of that. It's not like you, you – know, no, you don't have to worry about it. It's not like I'm – like you're leaving me like a fucking dog at home. I want to be alone and I don't want to go to the sex club. You want to lay your ass on the couch and watch shitty movies. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the last time you and I went out, I, did, I forgot my phone at home and left it. Didn't even bother going back to get it. I, it was glorious. <laughs> I don't want any fucking part of it when I don't have to do it because it's a, there's a lot of bullshit also that we deal with and I don't want to have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. You know, so when we don't have to, I don't want to. And this next four or five days, I don't even know how long we're there will hopefully for me be a test to see if I can completely just fucking disconnect that and and, and not be bothered with it, you know? I just don't want to. Well, even if you don't fuck anyone, it's going to be fun. You're going to be with a bunch of friends. You're going to be naked. I mean, that doesn't suck no matter what happens. If I could be naked in the sun... I'm good. I'm no problem. All good. Nothing else really fucking matters. So I'm happy to do it, you know? But yeah, I, I do need that definitive separation. Yeah. You know? So yeah, anyway, that's where I'm at. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, matter of fact, I'm almost packed. What? Yeah, almost Why? packed. Why? Because you're taking a pair of shorts and like two shirts? Exactly. Oh my Lord. Exactly. That's how fucking easy this is going to be. <laughs> the only actual clothing I intend to have is what I'm wearing to the, to, on the plane to and from. That's what about it. the club? You're going to have to at least put a fucking collared shirt on. Oh, you're stretching. I don't think that's a thing. You're going to be that person at the club. Uh, You're going to be the person that you always talk shit about at I'm the club. I'm hoping I'm outside of the fucking club. I don't want to. I'll be mm-hmm. hanging out outdoors. I don't need to fuck. I'm a judge. There. Just saying. I'm not going in there. I'm going to judge real hard. I'm not going in there if I don't have to. I'm going to hang out in the hot tub or in the pool or whatever. And, you know, I'm not. I, I will, hopefully I don't have to fuck with that. Very well, I'm going to go dance my face off. So you go right ahead. You have plenty of friends to do that. I'll with. see you hours later. I'll wear whatever the fuck. I am not. You know, I'm not getting dressed up to do that shit. It'll be what it'll be. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I just don't care. I'll, I'll bring a shirt with a collar. I'm not telling you I'm going to wear it. If it fits in my backpack, I'll take it because that's all I'm bringing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. All I'm really bringing is sequin uh, cover, you know, chain mail to cover my titties. Yeah. I love toothbrush. And, and a toothbrush. I would that's hope it. you're bringing a toothbrush. Bringing a toothbrush and Deodorant, a Deodorant, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have that for sure. But I mean, that's the basics, right? I'm not like overdoing it. 
That's fair. You know, I mean, this last fucking trip we just took, I had entirely too many clothes. Yeah. You know, but I'm not fucking with it. I plan to, I don't even plan to leave the property. It gives a shit. So I want to talk about a single guy tip of the week from our event in Austin because I was so impressed with the caliber of men and I saw so many impressive things from them at this event. But one that really stood out for me that I want to talk about is, like you mentioned earlier in the episode, multiple of the guys that were at this event were brand new. Brand new. They had never been to a Hot Wife event. Mm-hmm. Many of them had never been to a club, period. Nope. There was one younger guy that had been to a couple of house parties, but that was it. That was his and he was only 26. experience in the lifestyle. And then there was another guy who literally had never done anything in the lifestyle. No. He's a listener of the show. Shout out to him. He's awesome. Very handsome, too. Yeah. But he's actually the tip that I want to provide because he was very nervous walking into this. <laughs> well, he was nervous every step of the way. Like yeah. I could tell, you know, I sent him a ticket link because he was having trouble with the system at one point. So I sent him a link and right. and I could tell he was kind of dragging his feet. And I just finally asked like everything. Okay. Do you have any questions I can answer for you? And he's like, I am nervous. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect. He's like, the only real exposure I have to this world is your guys's podcast and you know, some porn that basically, you so, know what I mean? So very little. Got yeah. It. So almost none. So I guess my, my tip is it's twofold. One, Take the fucking leap. I know that there are probably a thousand single guys listening to our podcast right this fucking second that want to step into the lifestyle. They feel like they'd be good fits for it. They want to do it, hopefully, for the right reasons. A lot of them would probably be amazing additions to this space, but they are so fucking nervous. And I get it because you and I, I always have my security blanket with me at an event, right? I have you. I have the ability to go scurry away with you. Or if we're at a takeover, the ability to go hide up in our room together if I need a a break or whatever. I have you constantly as my support system. Single men don't have that. And in addition to that, they are bombarded with messages in the lifestyle about how they are less than, about how they're a dime a dozen, they're stunt cocks, they're this, they're that. So of course they're going to be like, well, do I actually belong in this space? Or how can I navigate this space without being shit on so i completely understand the nerves but i would say that both of the guys that i talked to that were ridiculously nervous going into this had a really good time i don't believe that either of them played but they made contacts one of them did for sure one of them did oh great great that's awesome i didn't know that but yeah i mean either way like they made contacts they were able to network with other people from austin because these are both austin guys i'm going to stay in contact with them you're going to stay in contact with the one of them so it's it's a win even if you go and absolutely nothing happens that first time even if you go the first two or three times and nothing happens if you're meeting people and you're talking to people it's a fucking win well there's something to be said for the the gentleman you, you were originally referring to he was incredibly nervous yeah but there's something endearing about that because that tells me something about his character. He's not walking into an environment like that with any kind of attitude or preconceived notions, certainly uh, no expectations. And he was genuinely concerned about coming off as a gentleman. Yes. He asked all the questions at nauseum. He was more concerned about how he was perceived than getting laid. Yes. That's a big fucking deal, right? Well, he even said at one point, like there was a moment where I was talking about the fact that this is a very social environment. I said, I think you're kind of seeing that for yourself now, right? Like this isn't just a Roman orgy. The moment you walk in the door, fucking Caligula and 30 people fucking on a giant mattress. That's not what this is. These are people genuinely trying to get to know each other. I would say at that event, unlike some of our other Hot Wife events, it was probably 50-50. Yeah. 50% people that were playing all fucking night long, 50% of people that were there to dance and mix and mingle and talk. And I think once you see that, as especially as a single guy, it starts to kind of click that, sure. you know, especially if you are a guy getting into it for the right reasons, because this is a guy who, like you said, went in with zero expectations. He zero. wasn't looking to go in and fuck all night. And he even said, he's like, is it weird that I had more fun talking than I probably would have fucking? No. I was like, no, I think that's fucking amazing and very indicative of how I feel about the lifestyle. Well, the other thing, you know, when it comes to single guy tip, and you know I'm doing a lot more videos, I, I really want to, I really am uh, genuinely, earnestly trying to help some of these guys. Here's the thing that guys have to understand. You guys, single guys, solo playing guys, single guys in particular, are a fucking commodity. Yep. You are a commodity. I don't care what anybody says. Do not believe the bullshit. This is kind of, it's like the type of thing where, you know, the, the, the heteronormative couples are the ones that started to perpetuate this idea that single guys were less than. That's bullshit. And if you don't believe me, 
all you need to do is look at the biggest events in the space. Right. Just look at the biggest events, how many times they're put on, how many people attend. They're fucking hot wife events. Yeah, this is a big space. And it goes back to, you remember that couple on Reddit that was talking about how the single guy should always have to pay for the hotel? Oh, just one more fucking bullshit couple on Reddit. Gee, I <laughs> yeah, there's so many of them. But they were talking about the fact that, you know, he, he has the satisfaction. No, no, no. The privilege. Privilege. You're right. The of being privilege. able to fuck his wife and therefore he should always pay for the hotel room. And fuck. I what? responded back and was like, I don't think you understand this space at all. Not if at that's all. what you think, because if this is a respectful, attractive, consensual Kind. man this is not a dime or do dime a dozen guy uh -uh. this is a once in a blue moon kind of guy and if you are treating him as anything other than that you are a fucking fool well uh, we have single guy friends that couples fly them out of town yep put them up in the best hotels they or they stay of, at their home or at their home take care of everything because they know how valuable they are listen guys here's the deal yes you get some bad fucking You got a, there's a stigma. Yeah. You got a bad rap. And some of it is absolutely justifiable because some of you have no fucking idea how to talk to people or interact with couples. <laughs> 100% you're fucking terrible at digital communication. Get your shit together. However, in the lifestyle, I'm not talking about the swinger purist lifestyle. In the lifestyle, in ethical non-monogamy, in the, the stag and vixen hot wife space, you're a fucking commodity and this space is growing. Again, all you need to do is look at all the events across the country, take a real fucking hard look at it, and the biggest events, the the ones that are the best attended, they're hot wife events. Yep. Don't have to believe me. Look at the numbers. Numbers don't lie. So don't let anyone tell you that you're less than. Now, you have to be stand up. You got to be solid. Got to be quality because you got a lot of fucking competition. Yeah, but you really don't have a lot of competition if you're a top tier guy. That's no, the point that I'm putting out. Not if you're out. a one percenter. No, 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 right. no. If you're at the top one percent, You are not the the um, the example. You're in fact, the rule. You don't have any competition. You have very little. You call the shots. Yeah, <laughs> basically. You're in that middle 25%. Yeah, you're getting your balls kicked in. Yeah. For sure. You got to step up. But if you want to get to the, let's say, top 5%, you've really got to be a solid fucking dude. And it's not that hard. It's Just really be a good fucking human. It's not that hard. You know, there's some adjustments you got to make, I'm sure. I'm not sure that that's true because if I'm thinking top 5% of guys, I'm also thinking a lot of, of guys, guys are never going to be there. I'm thinking of guys that are also ridiculously good in bed, that have ridiculously high sexual IQ. They're also intelligent, they're articulate, they are conversant, they have a good lifestyle resume, obviously. There's a lot of things that go into that and very few guys are going to get there. I get that. But you can certainly improve your chances, your position, your success in this space by just being a little better. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Be yeah. a little fucking better yeah and back to my tip like i said i know that it's nerve-wracking i know that even the thought of doing this for a lot of guys is probably so fucking for sure just you know it, it makes them f sick to their stomachs and if that's the case and you're not able to get past that that's fine you don't have to be in the lifestyle but if you're one of those guys that's like i could be great in that environment i could be a great addition to that environment and i genuinely want to do that fucking take the leap yeah listen Don't be afraid of fear. Fear is good. Fear keeps you sharp. Keeps the other you on thing, your toes. The other thing I'll say is do not go to a regular lifestyle event as no, your first absolutely event. absolutely not. Find a hot wife event. It'll change your entire perception of what this space can be. Exactly what I talked to the 26-year-old about. The couple of house parties he went to were basically couple-centric events where there was a guy or two hanging out. So, man, that's not for you. You yep. need to go to the hot wife events. Those people are looking for you. You are the commodity there. At these regular couple for couple events where they allow a couple of single guys to show up and they charge them out the ass, they don't want you there. They're just there. They'll take your money, but they don't want you. Right. At hot wife events, you're the fucking commodity. You're without you, there is no event. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, that's the thing they have to understand. At a hot wife event, without the single guys, it's just a bunch of couples standing around fucking eating snacks and bullshit. <laughs> You know what I mean? That, that's really what it boils yeah, down to. Yeah. You've got to have the quality dudes. And if you're one of those guys, you've got a real good shot at doing very well in this space. Well, somebody that did very well with me anyway. <laughs> He sure did. We are going to talk about him today. I got to play with an amazing gentleman at our Austin event. And I'm excited to share the details because it's something that doesn't really happen that often on our show. No. And so, yeah, we'll get to that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
This episode of French Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Fume. And this is a product that I feel is really, really important because if you have bad habits, especially of the hand to mouth variety, and you're a lifestyler, you should know that you're limiting some of your options in the lifestyle. And there is a product out there that can help significantly with helping to break that bad habit. And it's Fume. Fume is this super cute, amazing device. It's an award-winning device that is completely all natural. There are no chemicals to it whatsoever. It is uh, not electronic at all. It's just this great device. You put in these little packets of flavoring and you use it and fidget with it and do all sorts of fun stuff throughout the day. And it can help you to keep your mind off of that habit that you're trying to break. Yeah, we've got lifestyle friends that are currently using it and family members that have used it with great success. Yes. In fact, one of the friends that was with us in Austin said that it's helping him to quit his bad habit. So I just think it's a great product if you are trying to accelerate your breakup with a bad habit. And right now for listeners of our show, you can get 10% off of their journey pack, which is basically you get the fume device and then and you also get the flavored air packets in every flavor to go inside. My personal fla- favorite flavor is mint. I think it is so delicious. So anyway, get that journey pack now for 10% off. All you have to do is go to tryfume.com slash FPS and use the code FPS at checkout. Again, that's tryfum.com slash FPS and use code FPS to get 10% off of the journey pack and start breaking that bad habit today. This episode of French Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. I love Promescent's products. We actually have a whole thing here right here of all of the Promescent products that they sell currently. I use their warming gel all the time. It is one of my favorite things to use either when I'm playing solo or with somebody else, especially when I'm playing solo because it it helps with the use of my toy, if you will. stimulation. It does. It just makes everything feel more intense, takes everything up a notch. And especially when I'm by myself and I'm really just trying to fantasize and focus on my own pleasure. It's a fabulous product for that. I think Promescent has some of the best products out there specifically for women. Obviously, Promescent started as kind of a, a, their flagship product is the delay spray for men and now they have the delay wipes. Then they came out with Vitaflux for men. But their women's line is comprehensive and it's fabulous. So if you are a lady who wants to take your pleasure to the next level or if you're a lifestyler and you want to stock up on all of their amazing products for your swinger bag, you can do so right now at a 10% discount when you go to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of our favorite bedroom wellness products. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Shameless Care, and I love this company. They are so fabulous, and they really truly care about the lifestyle because they themselves are lifestylers. They gear all of their services towards the ethically non-monogamous space, and we love them for that. Very few people do. They usually gear them away from us. Yeah, it's dirty swingers. We don't uh, we don't need any of these services, dirty right? Perps. Shameless Care knows that that's not the case, and that's why they are tailoring all of their services to us, and they have everything from STI testing at home to ED medication, which is so simple. Obviously, if you're a lifestyler you and you're a penis-having person, you're probably in high-stress situations pretty often, right? Yeah, sure. And that can mean that things just don't work as you want them to. So having that swinger insurance, as I always call it, is a is a great thing to do. Have that peace of mind when you go into a play session. And it's easier than ever to get ED medication from Shameless Care because all you have to do is go to their website, fill out a quick intake form, and if accepted, they're going to send ED medication discreetly and directly to your door. Yep. That is it. No doctor's visits, no visits to the pharmacy, none of that BS. And right now, listeners of our show can get it for $30 off. All yep. you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and use our promo code FPS at checkout. Again, that is shamelesscare.com, promo code FPS for $30 off your first service. The Real Hot Wives of Portland is coming up so soon at the stunning Club Pravada. We could not be more excited. We have friends coming from several states. It is really turning out to be quite the event. So if you are a hot wife couple, a cuckold couple, a stag and vixen couple, a respectful single man, or just somebody who wants to come and enjoy a sex positive and safe environment, we would love for you to join us on Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, December 2nd. December 2nd. And you can find all of the information and apply for membership today by going to members.frontporchswingers.com. Come party with us in Portland. Yeah, if you have not been to Club Provada, you owe it to yourself to attend. It's amazing. So as mentioned, the story that I'm going to be recounting today was something that doesn't happen that often for a few different reasons. One, because I, I mean, I definitely have played at 
events. I have played at our events. Right. It's, I wouldn't say it's the norm, mostly because I am just so focused on making sure everybody else is having a good time. And one of the things that I love doing more than anything in the world is introducing people to each other, putting people together that I think might be a good fit or that at the very least want to talk to each other. So that tends to be more of my focus. The other part of it is I do truly like getting to know people. And while I had met this person before, it wasn't as if we had a long history together or anything like that. So it was a little bit more, it's, it wasn't random, but it was as close to random as I typically get. Well, we got to back up a little bit. So one of the things that I can absolutely say about this experience or the fact that you had this experience is really a testament to how we feel in environments, right? This event was so well done. We, it was very seamless. There was no fucking stress. No. The staff was amazing. And that really says something about how comfortable you were with just kind of running off and playing. And it was toward the end of the night, obviously, yeah. very close to the end of the night. So it was a real easy, comfortable kind of situation. It's rare that you play at events that are new to us or spaces that are new to us when we're hosting an event there. Yes. This was absolutely a rarity. And this was a, a, a kind of an unusual situation for a lot of reasons. But I personally think that's one of them. Because when you think about... There are events like in Vegas. I mean, we can do them basically with our eyes closed, right? So yeah, but I don't typically there. play at our Vegas no, events. That's really rare. Too too busy. We're ju we're just running around. Well, our Vegas events for me, it's like those are people that are coming into Vegas, and I feel us. even yeah. more obligated to make sure yeah. that they have an amazing time. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like you're coming here. A lot of times they're basing their Vegas vacations around when we have a hot wife event, right? And you know they're reaching out ahead of time and they're telling us that they're coming in, and so I feel. It, I, when I say obligated, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's more so just I put a pressure on myself to yeah. make sure that everyone is having the best time humanly possible. Well, where we want to be the best possible host. That's just a given, which is one of the reasons I rarely, if ever, play at events. And you know, we take some heat for this because I don't play a lot of times at events or people think that we don't play at events. No, a lot of times I don't. And sometimes you don't. And that's okay. If you're coming to one of our events with the intention of fucking one of us, don't come. Right. That, that's a fucking mistake. <laughs> I mean, you might, but it's... Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah it's a, I mean, if you're, you're buying a ticket for that, I'm sorry to break it to you guys, but that's called prostitution and it's illegal. <laughs> well, still, you're rolling the <laughs> dice because there's no guarantee that you're going to have that opportunity or that we're ever going to have that connection or that that's going to happen because we're doing what we do. And I, I don't... I rarely, if ever, play at events. Well, a lot of times for me too, it's even if I'm ridiculously attracted to somebody and I feel that there's a chemistry there, if I can tell that they're also interested in someone else and they kind of have their eye on someone else, right. I almost like push them in that direction because it's yeah. like, it's it's my event. I'm the host. I'm not going to like take up one of the guys, which is a weird way to think of it. No, but. it's also one of those things where it's, it's, no, it's not weird at all. We've, we've had situations where people have told us about that type of thing happening in events. It's kind of odd, but it's also a situation where we are, we host enough events throughout the year and attend enough events that chances are we're going to see you again. Yeah. So we don't have to do this right now. Enjoy yourself, meet some new people, let us put you together with some folks and then we can worry. That's the thing. We worry about ourselves last. We, I'm always last. I don't ever try to take anyone's fucking spot to do anything. Well, you're that way in every way. Every way. Yeah. You take every care way. of everyone before yourself. Yeah. So that's just the way it is. So people yeah. who are like, oh, well, you know, you don't play at events. Well, I also, it's more important to me that you have a good time. I don't give a fuck about myself. I yeah. can get laid anytime. It's really right. Not, yeah. You know, you're not hurting for a pussy. That's, I'm good. Or, yeah. or dick. Or dick. I'm good. I can <laughs> literally can do that anytime I want. I'm, I'm totally fine. Yeah. So. That's the really the important thing. And like I said, this particular case, testament to the event, to the facility, to the staff, to the, the people that attended, it was really fucking comfortable. It was the most comfortable I felt at an event in a very long time, other than maybe Denver. Yeah. Really. I mean, it was, just, it was just so comfortable. So let me lay out what happened. So I think we mentioned this on our bonus episode for our Patreon members. It would have been last week while you guys are listening to this. Yeah. But... This is a guy very handsome. I mean, he is so attractive. He was so put together. He had really, really nice clothing on. He smelled good. It was clear he had something on, but it wasn't overpowering. It was, a, it was like a body wash. It wasn't a cologne. He I don't know good. what the fuck it was, but he just smelled good. He looked good. He had this beautiful skin. It was just, he was just beautiful, but not necessarily my 
quintessential type. Not from a structural perspective anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's not that much taller than me. He's, you know, physically not a big dude by no. any means. And he's also younger. He's younger than me. And yep. that's not usually my type. But none of that mattered because it was really interesting. He walked in the door and immediately walked up to me the second he got there because we had met previously. In fact, he was at our event in April here in Vegas. And we talked at that event and he walked right up to me and I was like, I know you. And yeah. he's like, oh, you remember me? And I was like, yeah, I remember you. Something just occurred to me. It, it, I had completely forgotten about it. We were actually talking about it on the, we were talking about him on the bonus episode. He did something that was really very intelligent. It was very cool and respectful. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to yeah, get to that because it's part of this I whole I totally party. forgot about that. Yeah, it was it was very impressive to me too. So anyway, what happened is he comes over, we start talking. There's an instant flirtation. I mean, instant chemistry. He's smiling. He has the most beautiful fucking teeth. And we just had this kind of magnetism right off the bat. And again, like I had spoken to him before, so this wasn't a complete stranger. Right. But it's also not super common for me to feel that comfortable with someone that quickly. Usually a lot of times, especially at our events, I feel like I have to kind of be on, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that somehow limits my ability to really have that chemistry with people because sure. I'm in host mode, right? I'm in the bathroom's over here. And if you want a dressing room, it's over here. And, you know, let yeah. me introduce you to this other person. So my ability to really connect with people is sometimes limited. And the fact that he and I just hit it off that quickly in that environment was really telling to me. For sure. So anyway, he kind of walks off. He does his own thing for a little while. And then probably an hour and a half, two hours into the event, it's going at this point. I mean, people are going to the playrooms we can hear all sorts of moaning going on on the upper floor and so he comes back over and he's talking to me a little bit and I was like I think there's some action going on he's like do you want to walk around and see what's going on and I said absolutely so at Colette Austin to get to the playrooms you go upstairs everything is like up a set of stairs and down a set of stairs and up a set of stairs and down a set yeah. of stairs which is kind of cool unless you're in stiletto heels or something and then it's a fucking hazard well for but you <laughs> anything higher than a fucking flat is a problem I was in a wedge so I was doing okay yeah. but <laughs> so we walk up the first set of stairs and we approach the first kind of wing of playrooms, if you will. And this is it's actually one big play space. And all of the individual play spaces are separated by curtains. Yeah, sheer curtains. So you can have them open or closed. But even if you have them closed, you can kind of see silhouettes moving yeah, in there okay. and that sort of thing. But it was really interesting. Every single person playing in there and it was full. Everyone was in fuck mode. Yeah. And it everyone had their curtains open. Like they wanted to be watched. And we get to the very, very last little play space and it's a show. I mean, there's a lady in there with a guy and another guy waiting to kind of tab, tap in and her boyfriend standing there cheering her on. And we, he and I just kind of stand there for a second and watch it. And we're both like beaming ear to ear. And I think I remember saying something to him about like, this is the, my favorite part of, of an event is seeing yeah. people that, and the woman that was playing is like, she's the most normal, you know, yeah. non kinky looking woman you could yeah. ever imagine. Mom, you she know, seems so PTA sweet. And, I mean, she's older, so not PTA mom, but maybe right. like PTA grandma. For sure. Uh, and she was fucking getting her fuck on and having a blast and I was like god I love that yeah well it's also late at night this isn't like in the beginning of the of the event you didn't I don't think you went up to the room with him till one in the morning maybe it was late yeah. so, so so anyway we walk down that set of stairs we go up to the other flight of stairs and he says to me all the the there were private spaces but they were all closed they yeah, were taken up. taken up and he was like I just want to let you know that I'm interested if you're interested. And I said, I probably would be interested. It's a little early in the night for me to do that at my event. I want to make sure everything's running smoothly. And I said, the other thing is, you know, obviously there's limited closed play spaces and I'm not going to play in that big play space. Right. It's just not the right environment for me at my own event. If it wasn't my event, I would totally fucking do it. At my event, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. And he was like, I totally understand. He said, so how? let's do this. Let's give it a little bit of time. If we see one of these rooms open, I'll come grab you and we can go up there and have some fun together. Right. And I said, absolutely. fucking -lutely. And I loved that confidence too. He was just so, like there was no trepidation whatsoever. He knew what he fucking wanted. He told me what he wanted. He did it respectfully. He wasn't a fucking creeper. He wasn't pushy. But he, he he let his intentions be known. Well, he also planted that seed. 
let's we can have some fun together. Letting you know it's going to be a good time. I'm already telling you we're going to have a good time. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. So anyway, the night kind of goes on. I go back down, chatting with friends, you know, setting some people up. I was so proud of myself because there was one guy that was there that I knew a couple that we kind of knew was going to be into. I put the two of them together. They were off the entire rest of the yeah. night together. I danced for like two songs. You know, it was just a really, really good night. But in the back of my mind, the entire time I'm thinking like, okay, any time now he might come up to me and he might yeah. kind of steal me away into one of these rooms. So I'm going and I'm putting on my deodorant and I'm using the mouthwash and I'm, you know, just making sure I smell good and I look good. <laughs> and it just, it was maybe a little bit neurotic, Probably. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there, probably. Every, like, 20 minutes, I'm, like, skirting off to use some more mouthwash. I wasn't even eating or drinking anything at no. that point. <laughs> That's no. so stupid. Why am I like that? Because you're quirky and weird. Better that than having a fucking stanky breath when you're for trying sure. to fuck someone, I yeah, guess. Yeah, for but... sure. Nothing wrong with erring on the side of caution. <laughs> no doubt. So, anyway, then there was another moment where... I was talking to the younger guy, the yes. the really attractive 26-year-old guy. Yeah. And I knew that there probably wasn't going to be play between he and I. It just wasn't really at that level. He's very attractive. And I totally... Yeah, he was also super nervous, too. I would totally fuck him, but I just felt the nerves. And I was like, I'm just not sure if he's ready for that. And I don't want to, like, come across as pushy to him. Right. So I didn't think that anything was going to happen between he and I. I just... It was just fun to talk to him. He was very nice. Yeah, very cool. But out of the corner of my eye, I see the door open to one of the rooms. Right. And I see the guy that I play with, that I ended up playing with, kind of come and walk over and sit next to you. Yes. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Why is he sitting next to Brian and not coming up to me? Well, that was not an accident, first of all. And it was not an accident that he knew that that room was opening. He asked one of the staff members to let him know if a room opened and would he would they please tell him right away so not only did he do that but he also had a friend that was there somebody that he's played with in the past that watched our yes. room for us for a minute while he talked to you he came downstairs he sat down next to me and he's like hey i don't want to bother you because i was talking to uh, our friend was sitting next to me and he's like <laughs> brenna told me that if a room opened up to let her know so that we could potentially, you know, go have some fun. But she's talking. I said, she told you to tell her? And he goes, yeah. I said, well, then go tell her. Like, right now, go tell her. I said, excuse yourself, of course. Tell her, hey, yeah. got a room. <laughs> and he's like, really? I said, yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. And so he got up and went right over to you. And boom, you guys were gone. So he comes up to me and he's like, uh, room's open. Are we still on? I was like, fuck, yes, we are. Yeah. And he just had this look on his face. Again, he's very handsome and just like this big smile on his face. I was so turned on by that. It was just like I could tell he was genuinely excited for that experience with me. And that made me so much more excited than I would have been otherwise. Well, yeah. It's, listen, somebody who has enthusiasm about wanting to hang out with you, whatever the reason, yeah. is always kind of preferable to... Eh, I got nothing else to do. I can kill 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a I big... I guess we can go fuck, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'll see you naked. I mean, fuck I spent it. my money. Why don't I get my dick wet? Yeah, yeah. I drove all the way over here. <laughs> shit, you know. Yeah. I washed my balls for this shit. We are fucking yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I fucking manscaped. I did the whole nine. Let's get it on. Yeah, I don't want to waste this fucking shave. So, yeah, there's, you know, it's something nice like when someone wants to hang out, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, we walk up the stairs. Such a gentleman. He grabs onto my hand because I slipped on the very first fucking step. Shocking no one. And and so he grabs my hand and we walk up to the room together and we wasted no fucking time. Literally, it was really cute, though. His friend was standing in the doorway and she was like, hi, I'm his wing woman. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, oh, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. She's like, I was holding the room for you guys. I want to make sure you had space. Yeah. I loved that. And here's why I love that. Not only because it was very nice of her. She didn't have to fucking do Certainly that. Not. But also that tells me that he has played with someone and left a good enough impression on that person in the past. Yeah. That they are willing to do that for him. That says a lot about a guy, particularly when, you know, in a space where single men are simply not respected the way they should be, not quality single men anyway. And here's a woman who he's played with, who has a relationship with him, a friendship, who is willing to basically hold a room knowing full well he's a solid dude he's a gentleman you know she's not concerned about his character it was almost like she was vouching for him in that moment and yeah she didn't know you she didn't know who the fuck he was no. playing with. she had no idea who no. was coming up the stairs so it wasn't like there was any you know uh there was no plan there you know no ulterior motives she was just helping out a friend and she had a you know respect enough for him and had a great experience with him obviously it was like shit yeah i'll hold a room yeah, yeah it was so nice i loved that so anyway yeah. we go into the room we shut the door we're both just like smiling at each other because I was excited. I was really hoping that he was going to follow through and we were going to make this happen because sure. 
I dug him. He was handsome. He was funny. He was charming. He was everything I would want in a play date for the night. So anyway, we get into the room. We close the door. The only thing that I did not like about this room, it was set up very cool. It had a bed in there. had these like kind of cool. Were you in the one at, very, at the very end at the top of the stairs? Yeah. Like if you looked up from the dance floor, it was right, right there. there. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. So it was, it was set up very cool. It had a bed and it had kind of a little seating area where yeah. you could like, you know, sit down and take your shoes off and all that kind of stuff. Or if obviously if the third party's in the room, they could sit there. Sit, yeah. And then it had like literally two walls were almost completely mirrors, which was kind of sexy, right. yeah. but it was really lit up. Like oh. way too high. In fact, I was like trying to find a dimmer. <laughs> well, probably because also all the reflecting from the the light on the mirror probably didn't help any. Yeah, it just needed to be turned down a little bit because it was it was kind of it threw me off. If the lights had been down a little bit lower, it would have just set a little bit of a sexier tone. Yeah, that was my only kind of you know. Plus, you're neuroses also. Uh, well, we're gonna get to that. This is part of the story. So anyway. I'm trying to put that out of my mind. We start making out with each other. The other thing is like, I didn't have lingerie. I didn't know when he was going to come grab me. I brought yeah. lingerie with me, but I didn't have time to like go change into lingerie or anything like that. This was all a very hurried thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, okay, this is going to be a very lit room. I'm going to have no lingerie to like hide any of what I consider to be my imperfections or anything like that. And I'm in here with somebody that I don't know very well. Right. And so there was definitely this part of me. I mean, everyone says, you know, oh, Brian and Brian always talk about like the super sexy shit and they don't talk about any of the downsides. No, if there are downsides, I'm going to fucking talk about it. Okay. I, I, and I don't even I, know where that comes from. There's a lot of downsides. I got in my own fucking head in this experience. One thousand percent. I don't think it derailed the experience, but it was definitely a reminder that I still have a long way to go in terms of like my body confidence and, right. you know, being able to live in the moment, I guess. So anyway, he and I are making out with each other. He's a fabulous kisser. Oh my God. He is doing all the right things. He like sucked on my lip a little bit. He's using his tongue in the perfect amount. You know, I'm kind of running my hands all over him. It starts off very, very sensual. And in my head, I thought that's where this was staying because right. this is a guy who, you know, as we're talking, he is not like a dominant appearing man. I thought this was going to be a very, very sens sensual session. I was a little wrong. So anyway, <laughs> we start. Pre-qualifying. Happens all the time. I should stop doing that. Happens all the time. So we're making out with each other. And then I was like, I would really like to suck your cock. And he's like, okay, let's do that. So he starts taking clothes off. And his body is so fucking sick. I It is, yeah, I mean, just very, very fit man. Just beautiful. I mean, he has beautiful abs and his arms are perfect. And I was like, holy fuck, how do I always find myself in these situations with these like smoking hot fucking dudes? Uh, you're lucky, I guess. It's not luck. It's, it's fortune. I'm fortunate. You're, yes, it's fortuitous. A friend told me to stop saying yeah, that. It's fortuitous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fortunate to be able to fuck a lot of hot men. <laughs> I feel like I'm very lucky most of the time, so... <laughs> So anyway, we're making out with each other. He um, and also he had boxers briefs on and they were they matched my dress, which was fucking hilarious. Oh, like literally the exact same color scheme. I was like, it's fucking meant to be, bro. We're matching. <laughs> what were you wearing? Was it you were had like a red dress? I had on? a red and black kind of flowery dress yeah, on yeah. and his shorts had a red and black pattern on them. But they were the exact same How color funny. as my dress. So anyway, he takes out his cock and it's already a little bit hard, which I fucking love. You know that. And I get down on my stomach and he's kind of standing at the edge of the bed and I start sucking his cock and the the little noises that he's making, it's not like loud moans or anything like that. It's like these little, just little bursts of sound. Could you hear when you were in that room, the other people in the room Everything. around Everything. Yeah, because it, I don't think the walls went quite to the ceiling. No. So it was a little, I was wondering if that was the case. You could hear everything. Everything that was going on in every other room I heard. So you can hear it, but you can't see it. Which I kind of like. I know yeah. a lot of people would get, they, they would throw them off their game. They would get, you know, distracted by that. I do not. I find it very sexy. The hearing won't distract me. It's the seeing that distracts yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked it. I mean, the lady next to us at one point was like, giving just the sexiest moaning noises. And I was like, fuck yeah. So anyway, he's making these little moans. And and it, because of all the other sound, because you can also hear the music from downstairs, sure. there's a lot of noise going on in this room. Well, that room is closest to the DJ booth also. 
Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So because of all of that, I was really, really focusing on his noises. I found found myself being like laser focused on it because I felt like that was the best indicator of whether this was going well or not. And so anyway, it started off very slow. I'm sucking his cock. I'm just kind of very methodically going up and down on it. It is getting rock fucking hard. And then he has the confidence. He puts his hand behind my head and basically starts pushing himself into my mouth. Wow. And I was like, wow, I was not fucking expecting that. Wow. How about that? It was sexy. Had there been a conversation about any? Absolutely no conversation. Oh, you felt something in the moment. He's a listener of the show too, though. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, I think this is somebody who was picking up on my cues. I was picking up on his cues. It was so interesting how, again, I had met him before, but for very, very short amounts of time, right? Yeah. And so to be able to be with somebody that I didn't really know and be able to pick up on all of those things so quickly was really fun for me. And so he's kind of face fucking me at one point. He grabs my hair. I have my hair kind of half up, half down. He grabs my hair from the back and is using that to push my head into his fucking cock. Oh my God. I loved it. It was so sexy. Yeah. There's a, there's something confident and and attractive about, um, or something attractive about that confidence when you, you don't really know someone, but you feel in a moment like it's going well. And so certainly you, you know, you kind of do what comes naturally, right? Cause that's how, you know, that's more of a natural behavior for him. Cause it's probably not something he would do if it wasn't normal for him. May, probably not, not in that moment. I would think certainly not. That was virtual stranger. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, so then I finish sucking his cock. He kind of pulls away from me and he's like, I love the dress that you're in, but I'd really love for you to take it off. And immediately I start thinking, there's a mirror here. There's a mirror here. Yeah. I don't have any fucking lingerie on under this. Okay, here we fucking go. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it's one of those things where, yes, it's a, it's a neurosis. We all have fucking hangups about ourselves, right? We all have these as you said, imperfections we just don't like about ourselves. But in that moment, you have two options. Either you're all in or you're all out. There's yep. no half measure there. A right? thousand percent. What do you do? It's like, hey, I'd really rather not take my dress off. Here's I this mean, fucking smoking hot man standing in front of me and I'm going to not fuck him because of my own fucking body insecurities. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things you got to. Yeah. You got to jump in. Hip deep, right in the deep end. So I was like, fuck it. I take the dress off. Underneath, I had a, a like a piece of shapewear on. It was basically yeah. like a thong shapewear yeah. and it clasped at the like at the crotch. <laughs> and I had a bra on. So that yeah. that was it. I take off the dress. I'm in this piece of fucking shapewear, not sexy at all, yeah. and a black bra. And he's like, I want to go down on you. And I'm like, okay. So I undo the shapewear and I kind of hike it up. I'm basically completely exposed now. I take my bra down. What are you going to do? So I'm just laying there. And there was one moment I looked over into the mirror as he's going down in between my legs. And I I got in my fucking head. And I was like, oh, you fucking, (laughs) you chubby piece of shit, Brent. What is wrong with you? You should have just closed your eyes. Says you, the most neurotic person I know, and you have a rocking body. I would not have I have cellulite, I have a pooch, and you're the one that's neurotic. I would not have looked in the mirror. I know. Well, that's almost why I wish the mirrors weren't there. I just wouldn't have looked in the fucking mirror. I know better. I know myself better. I would have got my fucking clothes off and ran out of there. There's not a fucking chance I want to see myself naked in a compromising position. I don't even want to look at myself when I shave. So, so thank God he was fabulous at sucking, at licking pussy. I mean, this was amazing. He's down in between my legs and it did. It got me out of my head because by the time I was really starting to like pick it up and, you know, I, I remember thinking in my own head, I just need to fucking focus. I need to focus on this hot man yeah. in between my legs and what he's doing to my clit right this fucking second. So that's what I did. And I was able to kind of get myself back into the groove of it. And he's going down on me. He makes me come so fucking hard. It was great. I mean, this man is so fucking good with his mouth. Holy fuck. So then I'm like, I need you to fuck me. And he's like, absolutely. So he gets on a condom. I kind of sit up. He plays with my tits for a minute. I think he kind of sucked on him a little bit, nibbled a little bit. And I was like, oh, that feels so good. And then I lay back down and he gets on top of me after putting on the condom and he starts fucking me on top. And it is rough. It is primal. It is aggressive. Again, I was not expecting this from this man. And it was such a turn on. I mean, I'm just like grabbing onto his back. I'm kind of not digging my nails in, but like really pressing my fingers into like his shoulders and his neck area. And he's leaning down to kiss me every once in a while. And I had an orgasm and it was crazy intense. I mean, I remember like putting my head to the side and just like clutching onto the bed as he's fucking me. And it was so nice. And of course, I'm clenching all over him. And I 
finish having my orgasm and I start giggling and he's like, I hope that's a good giggle. And I'm like, it's a <laughs> fabulous giggle. And so then I'm like, I think you should flip me over. And he's like, okay. So I turn over and this is where things get really fucking hot. And this is where I was able to not be so in my fucking head and neurotic. Well, yeah, because now you're 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 flat on your stomach. Your ass is up in the air, which I mean, everyone loves your ass, and that's just more. <laughs> it's I mean, you're just more comfortable and confident in that position. It was more than that. It was way more than that. My ass looked fabulous. He's entering me from the side. I'm looking into the mirror, and all I see is my ass like jiggling up in the air, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's fucking hot." And then I look to the mirror directly in front of me. So I'm facing a mirror. He's behind me fucking me we're both looking at each other in the mirror we're making this intense fucking eye contact while he is slapping my ass and just burying himself inside of me and he's like you have the most beautiful fucking eyes i love the way you're looking at me while i'm inside of you and i just start like giggling i was having so much fun in that moment it was i felt so sexy in case anyone doesn't know when you're giggling that's how you know things are going well oh fuck yeah there are so many guys that are like why are you giggling i'm like because i'm having fun Shoot me for having fun while I'm having sex. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize sex wasn't supposed to be fun. Right. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> no, but I loved it. I mean, it was really cute because not cute. It was sexy. Yeah. We were looking directly at each other during this entire thing. I didn't lose eye contact with him unless I was having an orgasm, at which point I did kind of close my eyes. But even mid orgasm, as he's fucking me from behind, I kind of opened my eyes and he's staring directly at me. It was so fucking sexy. Well, I guess it would be kind of hard if the fucking mirror is right there. It's like a magic. <laughs> you know like, yeah fuck. but I, I, and then of course when do you when do you break eye contact right because we've been staring at each other this whole time if i don't continue to stare at it does she think i'm not into her or like what the fuck are you gonna look at now i think most people in most circumstances would have been neurotic about those things I don't think that was in his mind at all. It certainly Probably wasn't not. in mine. I mean, we were just connected. We were rhythmic with each other. When he would fuck me, I'd kind of like bounce my ass more into him. The only time I really broke eye contact aside from having an orgasm was one minute to look at myself in the other mirror and see my ass. His hands are literally just on my ass, like grabbing onto it. And I'm like, fuck, this is hot. I mean, the whole thing was just so aggressive and sexy and Unexpected. connected with a basic stranger. Unexpected. It was very, you know, you're exactly right. I had no idea what to expect with this person and to have it be so good right out of the gate. Yep. It was such a delightful surprise. Yeah, it's one of those things you, you didn't see it coming. It happened. And when it did, it was, a uh, you know, again, unexpected, but but uh, certainly appreciated. Yes, very, very much right? so. It's, yeah, you got it. Some, uh, listen, I, I keep thinking to myself as I'm listening to this story, of course, you on a lot of levels threw caution to the wind and did some things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I guess I got to do that more often. I don't fucking know. I'm just old and in my fucking ways, I guess. Yeah, but look at the benefit that came out of it. No, no question about it. Look, we already know I've missed out on many an opportunity because of, you know, how I perceive things. So I don't know. It'd be nice to be able to do that. That's just a mental thing I've got to, I got to figure out. So he's fucking me from behind. And I'm like, I really, because at this point I've had easily five orgasms. I'm like, I want you to come for me because... The other thing is I'm never going to have marathon sex at a club. It's just never going to fucking yeah, happen. You, you also you lose track of time. You don't even know what time it is at this point. I don't lose track of time because in my mind, I'm going, it's our fucking event. We're using up a room. I, do, I have no idea what time of the night it is. So I don't right. know if we need to start like wrapping things up because it was so late. Yeah. So in my head, it's like, and I've, I've there have been several sessions with guys at clubs where it's like, they're not finishing quickly enough. And I just end a session. Like right. I'm not responsible for your orgasm in that environment. We can have fun together, but the the cutoff is not the man's orgasm like it is in ninety percent of other sex. No, we've got like thirty minute uh, time limits on most of the rooms, like at Playhouse. So you you know you don't want, you don't want to be the asshole that's in there for forty five minutes. Yeah, so I started telling him, I'm like, are you going to come for me soon? Are you are you close? And he's like, do you want me to come? And I was like, yes, I'd love for you to come. And he's like, okay. And from there, it was like a fucking green light. It was probably two minutes later. He's slapping my ass, and I'm like, yes, fuck me. And he's like, I'm going to come. And I'm like, yes, come for me. And he comes and it's like literally his hands start shaking on my ass. I can feel his body shaking behind me. I can feel him pulsating inside of me as he's coming. It was so fucking sexy. And I'm staring at him in this mirror the entire time he's having his orgasm. So he, you're looking at him. He, he's not looking at you. He's, at he moment. has his eyes closed. Right. His head's kind of like lean back. He was really just in the moment, lost in the pleasure yeah. of it. But me being able to like see it in the mirror was so sexy. Yeah, it's not something you'd ordinarily get a, you know, the, 
the view of, you know? Yeah. So anyway, he pulls out for me and we just kind of like lay on the bed for a quick second. I was like, that was fucking fabulous. And he's like, that really was. I said, I'm going to be honest. I had no idea what to expect going into this. I said, I knew that you were super attractive and super charming. I had no other knowledge of what this was going to look like. How could you? And he's like, no, me either. And I was like, well, that being said, it was really fucking solid and I appreciate you. And, you know, I told him multiple times, I appreciate your time yeah. because this is a man who has options, much like we were talking about earlier with Single Guy Tip of the Week. He had his wing woman there. He had another woman that came up to me. She was one of our attendees and yeah. asked me about him. Right. So she was clearly interested in him. For sure. So I knew he had options that night. And the fact that he chose to spend that time with me really did mean a lot to me. Yeah. And again, when he approached me about you guys going off... When you guys had finished up and you, he came down and you came down and we were kind of wrapping up, it was pretty close to the end of the night. He came over, shook my hand, thanked me again, and you know, allow, thanked me, thanked me for allowing him to spend that time with you and for hosting the event and you know, all that kind of stuff. Super respectful, really. Like he was a real gentleman. Really, this is dude. a lifestyle guy. We talk about yeah. it all the time. There are single men and then there are lifestyle guys. This is a lifestyle guy. This yeah. is somebody who understands how to operate in this space, how to be respectful, how to show a woman a great time, how to be respectful to her partner. There is nothing that I could say that would have made this interaction any better other than that, of course, I'd love for at some point to fucking privately because I want to have that experience. Now that I've seen what's possible in that environment, I want to get them in a new environment where we can be completely by ourselves. We can just focus on the pleasure. I think it'd be fabulous. Yeah. And that's again, that's why I lean toward that. I, I think that you the experience. The whole idea of the of being separate from everyone else in private and it's more intimate and it's more personal. And I just I, I do think that you get a better overall experience from you know that type of play. I personally do. I know that about myself. Yeah. Because again, like you, I'm thinking about all the shit that's going on around me. I sure as shit wouldn't have been looking in the mirrors. I wouldn't have done that to myself. But all the other stuff would have <laughs> been like... My dumbass is like, yeah. oh, you fat bitch. <laughs> I would never have done that to myself. And please know, I would never call anyone else fat, but I'm going to call myself... You know, In that moment, I was like, oh, you're fucking fat, Brennan. See, I, will, I, mean, I need to get out of that shit. I need to work on that. Yeah, I truly we all, listen, do. we all have our shit to work on. Of course, yeah. But yeah. I thought I was further along than that. I really do. No, and sometimes it's the, like... our worst enemies. Yeah, sometimes you just have setbacks in that stuff. You know, I wasn't feeling good. I was bloated i we weren't eating like i normally eat listen that fucking trip to austin i love food especially austin food it's my thing it's you know it's a the restaurant fucking capital of fucking texas in case you're not sure the culinary capital for sure houston is not austin is and i ate my weight in fucking food it was ridiculous that saturday i don't i ate more calories that saturday than i eat in a week yeah so i felt like dog shit that's what but, I'm saying. I just wasn't you know, on my normal routine. I wasn't I wasn't feeling great about myself, but I was able to shut my brain off long enough to enjoy this experience with this amazing fucking man, and I'm so Solid glad dude. that I did. So huge thank you to him. I know he listens to the show. We are going to be sharing some behind the scenes of a lot of things coming up, actually, on our bonus episode yeah. for our Patreon members. If you want to head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers, you can support us, support the show, and get a ridiculous amount of bonus content. You can also enter our Telegram chat Telegram chat group, which has people from all over the world talking about lifestyle stuff on a daily basis. Um, it's a really fun, safe, awesome place to be, so we highly recommend that. Again, that's patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see the super naughty stuff, like triple uh, X rated, if you will, yeah. you can head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. We would love for you, assuming you're a consensual, respectful person, to join us for an upcoming event, and you can apply for membership. Even if we're not coming to your town right now, go apply on our site, well, because will be. then you you are the first ones to hear about upcoming events. We also have some very exclusive events coming up that are going to be offered to yeah. the people that are approved members before anyone else. So even if we're not coming right now, go to members.frontporchswingers.com, get yourself approved. And obviously you can see the events that are already ticketed and ready to go there as right. well. Some of them are not and they won't be because they're, you know, they're going to be invitation only. Exactly. Can't wait. Members.frontporchswingers.com for that. Make sure you find our videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash frontporchswingers. I'll link all of our other socials in the notes for you so that we're not wasting your time with going through all yeah. of those. I think that's what we have for you this week, right? Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm excited. This weekend, we're going to be hanging out in the in the sun naked. And then Portland, I'm fucking pumped. I'm going to I'm gonna rest to get ready for Portland is what I'm doing because I plan yeah. to have a good fucking time there. So stay tuned for our secrets, naughtiness, and a lot more fun. And thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.